Hello and welcome to Squad Zero, a podcast about staying connected and sharing life with friends. I am your host this week, uh, Noah Johnson, and we have a very special guest today, the one, the only, the knee brace killer, (laughs) also known as Buddy the Elf, also known as the Concrete Master, Nate Bell himself. Welcome. Thank you. Don't mind me. I'm just applying myself. We don't have, a, we don't have an onstage audience, so no. I just have to add some special I need effect. a soundboard, but I don't have one either. <laughs> hey, that's okay. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah? It's pleasure to be here. Pleasure is all mine. No, it's been a while. It has. And it's been a while since the last episode. It has so. been a while. I got, the, I got your text, and I was like, ooh, Squad Zero. Yeah. We just took a, uh, a mid-season break after two episodes. Uh, hopefully... We do not take another mid-season break after another two episodes, there we go. so uh, let's uh, keep the train going this time. We can just call those last two episodes the pilot episodes yeah, or something. Yeah, of a season two. A season two. Yeah. New host. So new host. Episodes, there we go. Takes a little bit. Yeah. Awesome. Well, how about you just talk about what you've been up to recently? It's been a while, so let's sure. catch the audience up on your life. All right. So first and foremost, believe it or not, everyone, I am not working concrete. I'll let that sink in just for a little bit. All right. Um, let's see. I am in my last semester at BYU, um, finishing up in just a couple weeks, which will be really nice, uh, just with the bachelor's degree, so I'll get my bachelor's degree, go to work, and maybe someday come back and get a master's, um, and that is in civil engineering, it, uh, the bachelor's, that is. Um, I have, it's been really nice just finishing up, like, you know, my last semester, senioritis is a real thing, that's for sure. Um, Let's see. What's your bachelor's degree in? Civil engineering. Civil engineering. Yeah. So emphasizing in structural engineering. Mm-hmm. So that's concrete, right? Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I took a concrete class at one point. I took a couple of concrete classes. So great classes. Rock, you know, rock solid. I don't think I told you, but I used you as an example in class. We were talking about um, technical architecture. Uh-huh. And it was like, what does architecture mean? And stuff like that. And I talked about how we were talking about parade of homes and all the things that cost more money or less money. And uh-huh. how you were telling me about like converting the designs into more of a actual plan of action yeah. and how each of those costs can yeah. mean something. So I was like, hey, I'm going to use my an example I know of architecture from the one conversation we had about it. <laughs> exactly. Well, I think it's so funny. I like, go into those Pareto Homes houses. I, I can like look at different pot, like you know points in the house. I'm like, oh, that's expensive. That costs a lot. This was nice. This was a good feature they had going on here. Yeah, when I build a house one day, I'm coming to you. I will be your engineer. I will happily do it for you. Awesome. Um, so where are you working at right now? So I'm working at a place by Costco in Orem. It's called Acute Engineering. I've been working there for the past two years and actually just barely got hired on full-time. Nice. And Congrats. So, thank you. Um, so I'll be working there for the next foreseeable future. So do um, they? Do you need to get, with some degrees, like you really need to go and get a master's degree? Is that the same with civil engineering? Yeah. It's, so you don't really need to get a master's degree. The biggest thing with engineering is just once you eventually pass the what they call professional engineering exam and then you get five years or four years if you if you did a master's you get like the the time of experience you get those things done and you become a professionally licensed engineer once you essentially have those letters behind your name the pe letters as professional engineer you can pretty much do whatever so cool um so where you're working at right now like what's your day-to-day look like yeah so i show up and I'm just at like a, I'm at a, you know, I'm at a table, probably you've seen from the B-reels, I'm just at a table, and on one monitor I have a spreadsheet open up, on another monitor I have AutoCAD drawings opened up of floor plans of the house, and it's a matter of like doing calculations based on different things of the floor plans. I'm you know, basically just being 
I mainly just do that the whole entire day, like, you know, analyzing and designing the structural system on houses. Occasionally we get um, some different, like, you know, special projects. Like I've done, for instance, a bathroom com completely made of masonry and concrete, right? Um, we've done, like, car washes and stuff. Occasionally we've done, like, you know, some more commercial-type buildings. But we mainly stick to the bread and butter residential at that company I'm at right now. But I wouldn't be surprised if eventually they you know, expand out, but that's kind of what my day-to-day -day kind of is like, and just, you know, doing that, and we do, like, lunch breaks, we do smash breaks, which nice. fun. those are a good time, um, and just the silly banter that goes on in the office, because it's a bunch of engineers, when you get a bunch of engineers together, you're in for a good time. Yeah, so that's awesome, and uh, what's kind of, like, your dream job, where do you go from here, uh, and what do you hope to do in the future? Mm -hmm. So I really enjoy doing, like, houses like this a lot. I think they're super fun. I worked on some really cool custom ones, like a lot of like really big fancy houses which I think are super cool. I would love someday to be able to also add just to my portfolio of like, you know, working on commercial buildings, like, you know, stuff like that. I think a super cool job would eventually be to like work on temples. That'd be cool. Um, but I think going from here eventually I would just love to, you know, eventually get, you know, professionally licensed and be able to, you know, stamp my own plans and whatnot. I don't know if I would love to start my own business, but I'd love to, like, for instance, that the business like where I'm at right now, like maybe starting a new branch or something like that. That could be kind of fun, or just you know working my my way up higher. And I love I always I'm always interested now in like the finances of different things, and so maybe like kind of gain the finance system of different things as well. So we'll see. I'm like you know I'm open to a lot of different paths. That's cool. If you're allowed to talk about it, what's like the most interesting project that you've done or weird project that you've done? Yeah. Um, I can, I can definitely talk about that. I've done, like, currently right now, I'm doing this giant house over in Midway, and I'll have to, like, uh, it's just a giant house. It's, like, you know, over almost, like, 10,000 square feet, and it's just, like, very, like, just super nice, and it's kind of hard to explain. It's just, like, they have, like, multiple things in a house. It's, like, wow, I can't even believe they actually have that in a house. Like, for instance, we've done houses that have, like, bowling alleys in their basement mm -hmm. um, that have, you know, just a crazy amount of things, and... I'm trying to think if there's like one in particular. There's like there's one that I remember doing last April. Like the whole entire back wall was just pure, like purely all like window, and so essentially it was just tons of steel frames that were going around, which was kind of like just a pain to work with. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be very expensive, but it's gonna be beautiful for the actual house. But cool. Kind of what you see like in Parade of Homes type things. It's like I've done stuff very similar to that. Yeah, you said that you worked with you did a few of the houses for Parade of Homes or your company. My company is with. yeah. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. Like, like Lang last year we did 10 of the 26. We're actually usually pretty close to doing about half of the parade of homes. I wow, feel like. that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, we really enjoyed going to them. So next year we need to go with you so we can have your expertise. I'd, yeah, I'd love to go with you guys. We, we look at things and I'm like, okay, based on like logic, this is what I think, but I have no idea what I'm talking about, so. <laughs> yeah, well it was fine. I went with, like, we, when we were at Jason and Cassie's uh, wedding, mm -hmm. Yeah. I went with, uh, we had two extra tickets, so we went with Jared and Sylvia. And it was just like the first house we went to was just like a nice, really just just a nice, simple residential home. The one by the temple. I think so. Oh, we'll be going by the temple. And then there's that one that's closer by the lake. Yeah. And that one on the lake that you saw. That's huge. Like, that's what yeah. I told you about. And it's uh -huh. huge, super nice, like way modern. Just really, it's, it's it's nice. Yeah. But just like going through that and like occasionally Jerry would be like, so, like, what's the most expensive part here? Like what is like what's fancy about this part? And I kind of like you know would tell different things, but didn't you say the staircase? Steel staircases, if you ever want to have like a floating steel staircase, mm -hmm. 
don't. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> unless, you're ready, unless you're prepared to drop some money on it. Yeah, which at that point, when you're building a house like that... If you're building a house like that, you have the money to drop it on. So. Yeah. I see on your jacket we have a former sponsor. Former uh, sponsor. Peterson Farms, or Peterson Ranch. Is it Peterson Farms or Peterson Ranch? I've heard it both ways. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I, I need to lock down those uh, sponsorship deals for this next season. Oh, yeah. I haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, Peterson Farms, great meat. If you're ever looking for meat in November or October... Oh, right now. Oh, yeah. Just barely. We, we just barely, like, you know, sold the cows. Ah, so, so next, next year. year. Okay. If you're looking for some cow... Yes. That's good meat. Mmm. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, that's a big setup. Yeah. Big sponsorship dollars coming in. Oh, yeah. For next year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll start off with Peterson Farms next year. Peterson Farms will be a great sponsor. <laughs> awesome. Callie, how are you doing? Good. Yeah? We have yep. Callie Bell here as well, which is fantastic. Yep. How are you doing? Just give a rundown of what you're up to right now. So, I just finished my student teaching on Friday. Congrats. So, I am feeling like a free woman right now. So, are you Both graduating? In this? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. You're like so weeks away. Yeah. Super nice. Awesome. Do you have anything lined up for January? Um, as of right now, I'm just going to be subbing until the baby comes. Oh, awesome. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Uh, and when are you due? May 6th. Okay. That's yeah. awesome. Could be May 4th. We'll see. May the fourth be with you. Of course. I was like, do you, do you want to like step in? You could you could sub for Corinne's class. I could. Hey, there you go. Corinne will uh, let you know. Yes. No, but that's a good good idea. Corinne was pregnant through her first year of teaching or second year of teaching, and uh, yeah, that was fun. I'm sure. <laughs> no, that was fun so as you as you were shaking your head. No. Yeah. <laughs> it was a crazy year, to say the least. So. <laughs> I'm sure she'll want to talk to you about that. Yeah. Uh, so great. Let's take a quick break and uh, do a little bit of trivia. Ooh. With it being Thanksgiving this week, we're going to do some Thanksgiving trivia. Oh, yeah. Now, these are very obscure facts. Oh, so I if like you it. get any of these, I will try to um, try to help here. Let's uh, start off with, uh, let's see if I can find a, let's go with a nice historical fiction uh what made it well it's not historical fiction totally it's not total fiction it's just like historical yeah um what was the native american tribe that celebrated the first thanksgiving with the pilgrims oh i know that squanto i remember from history books that squanto was the head leader hey that was the next question so oh. you already got that one okay well, well, I, I'll kind of merge those into one. So you okay. at least got that. So maybe if he was the leader, I think the Squanto tribe. <laughs> um, the Not the Cherokee. Um, she probably start with an S. I feel like a lot of them start with S's. Does it start with an S? No. Okay, never mind. <laughs> um, I've got no clue. Uh, since you got Squanto, I'll give you a hint. It starts with a W. A w. Oh, oh, I heard of it. It's like the Wonkanabi. Like Wonkanab. Close enough. It's the Wampanoag. Wampanoag. <laughs> I, I remember seeing that in history books. Oh. Okay. Uh, let's do what... I had no idea this, but which president... There's a lot of president questions on here, so okay. we'll, go, we'll go with a couple here. Which president received a live raccoon as a Thanksgiving present? His name is an alliteration, if that helps. Now you're just going to go, which president has a name that's an alliteration? I know. But... There's like a lot of presidents, though. I'm assuming... I have no idea, but what an awful present, though. Just getting a live yeah, raccoon. Live raccoon. They must have, like, whoever sent that present must really not like that president. Yeah. All right, who was it? Calvin Coolidge. I have not gotten that. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, let's go with a numbers question here. All right. I will give you a couple different choices, though. Okay. Uh, first off, let's do... I had this, and now I can't find it. How many calories, on average, are consumed per person at Thanksgiving dinner? Do you think it's more than or less than 4,000? Ooh. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm thinking about it. I feel like the whole entire meal is just purely carbs. And if you're counting in, is this counting pie too? I'm assuming probably. How many calories on average per person at Thanksgiving dinner? I would probably count dessert with that. Okay, I'm gonna say more than four thousand. You are correct. Wow. It is four thousand five hundred. That's a lot. According of calories. to this very scientific study done by Parade.com, there, there are no sources, so we're just gonna take it as fact. Forty-five hundred. I could believe that. I on average. Too. You know, I mean, like you stuff yourself in Thanksgiving, and you don't really eat much any other time of the day. You just eat a huge meal. Yeah, honestly, one of these years, I'm just doing the Tacanos. Just oh, going yeah. there, it's like thirty five bucks, and they do all the regular Tacano stuff plus like four types of turkey Ooh. and all the Thanksgiving sides that you want as well. And it's all you can Ooh. eat for thirty five bucks. I'm like, and you don't have to clean up. That would so, be good. Come on, Tacanos, let's sponsor. All right, hey, next sponsor, <laughs> Adam Peterson Farms. You can do it. So uh, let's do some dates here. Okay. What was the year of the very first NFL or Thanksgiving NFL game? Very first. Hmm. I am going to say, I'm not even going to be close. 19, that's not, that's not World War, 1927. You were so close. 1920. Wow. I was going to say, just go on the decades. I know. I was, I was close like, enough. maybe I should just like really go for a long shot. You know, that was very close. It's because I also found, I don't know where this would be verified. When was the first Thanksgiving football game? Apparently it was 1876. But really? there's no way that anyone could verify that. Well, I don't know what the score was. It was probably just uh, like, you know, four to two or something like that. Just like safeties. Okay. Let's do one more uh, here. About how many pumpkin pies are consumed every Thanksgiving? And we'll just say that we're doing tens of millions. Tens of millions. Somewhere between 10 million and 100 million. Somewhere in that range. Tens on of the, million. On the tens of million cool. is what you're going to guess. So you have a 1 in 10. 1 in 10. 1 in 10. Well, 1 in 6. I should do 1 in 10. What are the odds, right? I am going to say 60 million. That is incorrect. Oh. It's about 50 million. Close enough. So. That's a very lot. Close. That's a lot of pie. That is a lot of pie. Wow. Okay. Well, there's some uh, Thanksgiving. Let's just... I'm just going to read a few more of these. What year did Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade first have balloons? Apparently. Nin what? 1917. Nope. 1928, though. Oh. Very close. I, I should have said 1927. And how many people attended the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? 25. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Probably like 1,500? 3.5 million. Wow. Yeah. Insane. That's a ton. So, hey, that was really uh, big. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. Week. It's going to be a good week. Fun fact, um, so like Callie's dad you know, spoke today in a work conference, mm -hmm. and she, apparently when Thanksgiving officially became a holiday, according to, I don't know if it, it might be true, I assume it's true, he said it over the pulpit, it must be true, right? Yeah. Um, but apparently it became, a, it became a holiday from Abraham Lincoln, he's the one that specifically made Thanksgiving a national holiday. Hmm. There were a few questions that were like, uh, apparently there was one president that tried to make two Thanksgivings in a year. I wouldn't blame him. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be nice. And that was, uh, so yes, which president made Thanksgiving a permanent national holiday? Should Abraham have asked you Lincoln? that. Abraham Lincoln. Oh. Uh, the uh, James Madison declared two Thanksgivings in one year. 
Ooh. And Franklin Delano Roosevelt tried to make Thanksgiving the third Thursday in November to help boost the economy for the holiday season. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. So it's all about money. It really but is. <laughs> more than that, let's not be too cynical. We're, it's we're, about pie too. It's about pie. It's about, <laughs> it's about giving things. But it's about it's about pie, right? <laughs> yeah. So let's let's move on. We're gonna go into the segment, the uh, top three segment here, top because you three. have a very fitting top three segment, top three choices for today. Um, which, if I'm not mistaken, is the top three Thanksgiving meal dishes. It correct? is. So I am going to talk about my top, my, not necessarily yours, but like my top three dishes. Correct, correct. So, honorable, I'm going to start with an honorable mention. An honorable mention, I am going to put the sweet potatoes, the candied mm. yams. I think those are delicious, but it's just not one of those things I feel like I'm going to grab a ton of. I could be a hot take right there. I know. It really could be. I, I, could, I could be like, you know, everyone's number one. Is that with or without marshmallows, though? Okay, if it has the marshmallows, I might enter that top three. Mm, yeah. <laughs> That's really good. And you get some brown sugar on it. Mm -hmm. No wonder that 4,500 calories Absolutely. is Absolutely. Right? It just piles on there. But... I think that's, that's just one of those things where it's like, it's really good, but I just don't necessarily get a ton of it. Mm -hmm. Okay, right? makes sense. And so actually my number three, that's probably a kind of controversy, I'm gonna put number, I'm gonna put turkey. Because I feel like a lot of people, when they think of Thanksgiving, they think of turkey. So that sometimes, like, you know, that turns into people's number one. But a lot of people just don't like turkey. So, but I feel like if I were to have Thanksgiving meal, I cannot have a plate, I cannot have a Thanksgiving dinner plate without turkey. Yeah. Like, that, that's true. You so. can't not do it. You can't not. But it might do not it. be your favorite thing, and that's right. okay. And it's really good. I feel like I feel like I, I'm a dark meat person. Mm -hmm. I think it's juicier. I think it's really good. And it's just one of those things that it, you know it, la it makes great leftovers after. Mm, yeah. You put them on sandwiches for like weeks after that, and it tastes delicious. Or you put it in like a chicken pot pie, like a turkey pot pie, mm. or some sort of yeah, like good soup. stuff. Ooh, it's good stuff. Yeah, but no, I. I, my family's always done like turkey and ham because we're mm -hmm. not like the biggest turkey fans but you yeah. have to do it yeah, yeah. and it's good and it's one of those things that you have it it's once not a, bad yeah you have it once a year and it's like it's exciting yeah so I'm I, I'm genuinely excited to have turkey one year we had prime rib for Thanksgiving Ooh. at a random diner in Price, Utah and it was horrible <laughs> it was just absolutely <laughs> awful not because it was I'm okay with prime rib but it was just not a good prime rib so I, that's it's one of those if things you're ever in a diner in price on thanksgiving do not get the prime rib <laughs> there we go that's <laughs> <laughs> no that that diner will probably not sponsor this yeah. <laughs> yeah. okay uh so that was three that number was, two number two i am gonna put my mom's dinner rolls mm. i feel like just you know the dinner rolls that you get from i feel like it's always like moms make Moms make great meal, great, great dinner meals. Absolutely. You know, sometimes maybe it's the dad that does the cooking, but my mom's dinner rolls are just one of those rolls that I feel like they're just they just spell out your Thanksgiving, Christmas. It's just a holiday roll, and it's just delicious. Rolls are foundational they in any are. like major meal. You you gotta have rolls. you gotta have them. Like, and when you get a good homemade roll, mm, nothing's better. Exactly, because like you can have like you can get like go really simple, just get the Rhodes rolls. They're always good, but when you take the time to really make a good roll, mm. Mm, agreed. It's good stuff. You put good. some put some butter on it, like maybe, maybe let it melt on the roll. Some jam. Oh, I could go for some rolls right now. That's I'm, for sure. I'm getting really excited. This is for making me so hungry. Right? Yeah, it's like right before dinner. This is a horrible time to do it. It's like Thursday cannot come any sooner. I'm gonna pause. Okay, so we said number three, turkey. Turkey. Number two, your mom's homemade dinner rolls. Dinner rolls. Mmm, good stuff. Good stuff. What is the number one Thanksgiving dish for the Thanksgiving meal? So my number one dish, I am gonna say stuffing slash dressing. And I'm saying this because everyone's like, whoa, where's the pie? 
Pi, I think, is on a separate pedestal. Mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a little sub top three of my tier five. Okay, so sounds I'm, good. I'm gonna talk about the dressings the, or dressing stuffing. I've heard it both ways. I call it stuffing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, it tastes, it's so good. You know, especially if you put it in the bird while it cooks, it comes out. It's just so moist, and I don't know. There's something about it. I just think it's delicious. You it's know, like, I, I can go for that. Yeah, it's tasty. I, I can go for like multiple like go back and forth for that multiple times. Mm, yeah, this is good. It probably has the highest calorie calorie count, so that 4,500 calories makes sense. Yeah, right. it does make sense. But I think it's delicious. But then going back to pie, so actually, so so I think pie though is like definitely the thing that like you know people get most excited about because it's just it's, you can't have Thanksgiving without delicious pie, right? Correct. And for a lot of people, I feel like most people like a lot of people only have pie like once, twice a year, and Thanksgiving and maybe Pie Day or something, and I'm kept. So Callie's family actually does um, pie day a little, like they do pie a little different. They have the day before Thanksgiving specifically just for pie. Mm. And so that's kind of why I'm putting pie a little separate. I think it's kind of fun just to like have a day just for pie. You know, we had an activity over the past couple weeks that we call Pies with Professors for our department. Ooh. And we go to professors' houses, get some village in pies, and then have like 20 to 30 students at each professor's house. And they do it over the course of three nights uh -huh. so that students can go and like mingle with professors and other students and have pies. And so, yeah, I agree. Like pies is just like a fall staple, even as much as it is, as it is a Thanksgiving staple. But, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, I, I, so now ranking my, like my top three favorite pies, if I were to say specifically for Thanksgiving, my top three would definitely include pumpkin pie. But I would say just outside of Thanksgiving, pumpkin pie is not really something you have outside of Thanksgiving, I feel like. It's definitely a, like, you know, because pumpkin is a fall thing. Yeah. That's kind of my thinking. So my number three, I would say pecan pie. Mm. I just think that's delicious. It, it, I think just like the, the pecans are really good. The filling that's inside of it, mm, I can go for it every time. My top, my next, my number two, I would probably say banana cream. I just think there's something really good about banana cream pie, and it just gets me, it's just, it's a good feeling. It gets you going. But my number one, because I love coconut, is coconut cream pie. Mm. I think there's nothing better than coconut. You put it in a pie, whoa, that's you know, good. I'm just happy that you put two cream pies and pecan pie, because I don't, I'm not a huge fan of like, like a traditional apple pie, a la mode, right. with some like, it's very American. It's very American. Very tasty. But no, like cream pies, oh. banana, coconut, even like a chocolate or a key lime, uh, those type of... Uh-huh. I'm all for that type of a filling. Like, I know. I think yeah. I'm more of a cream-based pie person than like the traditional pies are always good. Like the mm -hmm. berry pie, the apple pie, right? Even just the pumpkin pie or just like something like that. But they're just a little too classic. I'm, I, I, like the, I just love those cream pies. I think they're so good. Well, you heard it here for... First, folks, <laughs> I can't speak. <laughs> we have, um, as Nate Bell's top three Thanksgiving meal dishes, turkey at number three, uh, his mom's homemade dinner rolls at number two, and stuffing at number one. Yes. With the subcategory of pies being pecan at number three, banana cream at number two, and coconut cream at number one. Heard it here first. Heard it? Wow, See, it's, it's hard, hard to say. say. It's heard real it. hard to you say. You heard it here first, folks. There it is. So, fun fact about those dinner rolls, though. I'm just going to before we move to the next segment. My When I was younger, I was like probably 12, my sister, she called me like on like, there, she was here at college, had their Thanksgiving meal here like with my grandparents in, here in Utah. And this was when I was still in Washington. And she called me up and said, hey, how many rolls how many rolls have you had? I'm like, oh, we haven't had anything yet. And she said, oh, I've had 12 rolls. And I'm like, oh, I can't let her show me up. So I had 13 or 14 rolls. Mm. And 
I call, I call her back, you know, brag to her, hey, I had, you know, 13, 14 year olds. I can't remember the exact number. And she said, oh, wow, really? I actually only had two. I was just lying to you. And so I stuck myself. But it pushed you to greatness. It pushed me to greatness. And man, do I, even having that many roles, I still love those roles. Uh, I, I don't think you can ever eat too many roles. No. Corinne's a big fan of roles. We now have Corinne and Beckham that have joined us, uh, which is wonderful. We are happy. So to if have you them. hear any baby noises in the background, it's uh, our studio audience of Beckham. Yes. <laughs> Yes, yes. Dressed as solely for Monsters, Inc. So, text if you want a picture. <laughs> awesome. Well, you know, kind of just to finish out this amazing Thanksgiving-themed uh, episode, what is something that you're thankful for, Nate Bell? Mm. There's a lot of things I feel like I'm, th I'm thankful for. First and foremost, my testimony of the gospel of Jesus Christ. That is first and foremost. Having that knowledge, I think, is so important. And just being grateful for our Savior and our Father in Heaven is especially during this time of the year, it just gives us the opportunity to really reflect on them and what they do for us and where we would be with, you know, just, I don't know where I'd be without, you know, my Savior Jesus Christ and, and our Father in Heaven. Uh, after that, I'm grateful for my wife and baby to come, mm -hmm. baby Bell, big baby Bell. Um, <laughs> uh, grateful for them. They, you know, they support me in everything I do. Um, and they're just, you know, my, you know, my rocks. And then grateful for family, grateful for squad, man. Squad has always been there for me, and especially when I moved here to Utah, it just it's just so nice to have such a such an awesome you know friend group that even though we're not you know getting to I feel like we should get together more often. It's always so fun when we do, yeah, but it it's just one of those things like no matter no matter what happens when we get everyone together, it's just always a good time. Everyone's so happy to see each other, and it's just so nice to be part of a friend group. That it's just so like you know just loves each other. I agree. We're moving into a more like decentralized squad era of people might start moving away like. We have, most people are graduating within the next couple of months. Right. And so it'll be, it'll be super interesting, but being able to stay connected and everything, it's always been a blessing to me as well. So yeah. it'll be I'm fun to see where everyone goes. So. Do you have any bold predictions for the next year? Bold prediction. Hmm. Bold prediction. Callie and I are having a baby. Bold. Bold. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I should have revealed it here, right? Yeah. <laughs> um... Bold prediction. The Squad Zero baby reveal will be the highlight of my uh, podcast hosting career, of which I have three episodes now under my belt. There but that go. would be amazing, having a squad uh, <laughs> baby reveal. Best baby reveal ever. There we go. <laughs> All right, I'm going to make a bold prediction. I can see there are still a couple unmarried people in squad. Mm -hmm. I think next year we'll have a squad wedding. It's been a while. Yeah. Okay. I, since I had last one was Jason and Cassie, and I think we could have another squad wedding next year. I think that'd be great. That'd be Bring great. everyone back. Yeah. Everyone needs to come back for a wedding. Or travel to wherever they're at. Exactly. They're not here. Location. A destination <laughs> wedding, right? Yeah. Someone have your wedding in Hawaii and just take us all with you. Oh, yes. That'd be nice. I would love a squad Hawaii trip or Ooh. like a big squad trip. That'd be so much fun. Start saving our pennies now. Yeah. <laughs> Especially because by the time that comes, oh, Beckham we'll, likes it. we'll have uh, multiple babies crawling around. All right. I'm excited for another boy to join the ranks. The yeah. Isaiah, Beckham, Baby Bell. Trio. Trio of boys. Big old three on three will be fantastic. We're, yeah, we're starting like, you know, that's gonna be the, the front three or the back what the back three, front three of the of the front the front court. Yeah. Front court of the, uh, on a basketball team. And Hazel. And Hazel. That's right. Hazel can can either play or cheerlead or, or do whatever she wants. Yeah. She can she's gonna be great. So she, she's great. She she is actually bigger than any of the others. So that's true. <laughs> that's true. She could crush any of them right now. She, she really can. Speed, agility, all of it, off oh. the charts. <laughs> exactly. We, they stand no chance right now. 
Beckham is literally just trying to throw a sippy cup. So there we go. There we go. Awesome. Well, it's been great chatting. Uh, Callie, we'll have to hear more about you on another episode mm-hmm. and hear about your top three and do some trivia as well. I'll be thinking. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Anything else you want to add? It's been lit. It's been fun. Okay. Sounds good. Well, we're signing off. Until next time. Ciao.